1: Hi. Hi, 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 what's up everybody? It's Monday, March 10, 2014. This is episode 148 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt.
0: And I'm Kyle. Kyle, what's up? Not too much, man. Look
1: at all, <laughs> all of this weed stuff going on. There's
0: so much weed stuff. But before we get to that, man, I did want to tell you, uh, mm-hmm. on our little week hiatus, I did a float tank. I went and did. They've in got whitefish? one fish. No, they've got one here in Kalispell. It's, oh, I saw right a thing Main for Street.
1: the whitefish one. When I was snowboarding last, there was like a poster, uh, in the place we go get breakfast burritos at. And it was like whitefish float tank. I forget what their site is, but and I wanted to burritos check it out. And float tanks. But now I had a question is, is the float tank the same thing as the, deprivation tank it's the same thing it is the, it same. Is the same. okay it's a That's sensory
0: a... deprivation tank isolation tank right okay tank. i wasn't
1: sure if this was just something you went and floated in or if it was like full-on sense depth no it
0: was a... it was a
1: was it awesome <sighs>
0: It was awesome. Is it, it was worth awesome. It? How I was, much
1: was it? Give me the. Now I'm curious.
0: I don't know how much it cost because it was a Christmas present from my uh, wifey, and I finally damn. decided to use wifey, it. Wifey,
1: nice pick.
0: Yeah, she did good on that. Damn. It, well, it's it's one of these things I've been reading about it for years, right, and, years right. and years and years, and just hearing people talk about it, and finally I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. My it was after shoveling my ass off for <laughs> three <laughs> fucking days. I was like, my yeah. back hurts. A float sounds really relaxing and awesome. We got like so.
1: three feet of snow in like a week, and then it went down to like twenty five below, and now it's like fifty degrees, and it's all just melting. It's a yeah.
0: Mess. So anyway,
1: well it, worth it though. Like well did worth you... it.
0: Well worth it. Nice. It was a very. It took a little bit of time to to get used to the feeling and the sensation, and right. It, as soon as you get in there, you don't uh, saying float doesn't really make sense until you're actually in there and floating. It's Usually in a pool, you have to like really work to no no float. no. If it's like this salt, is, right?
1: It's like the Dead Sea. If you go yeah, to the Dead Sea, uh, you're buoyant, you Can float man. on. Yeah yeah
0: yeah. You're buoyant. You can sit they out. They said like, it
1: was like what a hundred and I forget what the number was, but there's like a bunch of salinity in it, like eight hundred pounds per, or is that 800, what it is? Eight hundred okay. pounds of salt.
0: That's and awesome. they've been open a year and they haven't even had to add any more salt to it. So it's one of those like you put it in. And I think it's like every couple of years you add more salt, you know, just to hmm. check the buoyancy. And I don't know. It was really awesome, though. It For me, are you going to go
1: back? Like, absolutely. would you do it if you had to pay for it yourself?
0: Yes, absolutely. And the lady was so cool. She ended up like finding out that I was a vet and she was like, come back oh, nice. for free next time. Really? Know, so she just gave me the certificate back. She was like, come back next week.
1: Dude, that's awesome.
0: So I'm like, I'm ready to go again instantly. But what was so crazy, as soon as I get in there. I lay is it back one
1: person. It's like a tank just big enough for you. Or could you get like three or four people in there? No, and do no, like it's, it's just float? enough room for you. It's just you and cut off. And
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're in this, it's like, it's hard to describe like a, a deep freezer, like the twice the size of like a deep freezer and you just get into it. And well, then you and for close people that it don't know
1: it's you. There's no sound. There's no sight. There's really the, the idea of floating is that there's no feeling. No, like, it,
0: the water temperature is is heated to the exact same temperature as the outside right. air. So you, it, this is the craziest part: is when you're floating and you get into this this like state where you're just you know not really thinking about anything. You're meditating. You start to lose the sensation between the water and the air of in, yeah. Above you slip
1: you. away, and that's in a world that we're so like hyper vigilant with our notifications and inbox zero, like. That I can see that being just way more of a useful tool now than it would have been like ten or fifteen years ago to really like close everything, sure. and Just be with the consciousness and then let go of that.
0: You no, know? it it was a real, That's real cool man. I'm jealous awesome, you got to do that. Awesome deal. But what was really cool for me with my back is like I was saying when I first laid down, like the the buoyancy pushed up. On my spine, right, and I felt like. Have you ever been on one of those uh, inversion tables? Yeah, those yeah tilt table?
1: with the so, thing that rolls back and forth. In it no, is that no, no, no. One about? of the
0: tilt tables where you oh, okay, where yeah, you go yeah, yeah. completely upside down and you de right. your spine like decompresses.
1: Well, I felt
0: a full decompression from my from my neck all the way down to my tailbone, and it was just it, it was like oh I remember what just that feels like just from floating. Just from floating, I felt huh? like I was in a full inversion. Tank, so not but.
1: only good for mind but also for our body.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's with the Epsom salt, you know, it's, it relaxed all my muscles right away. You feel all tingly when you get in there for a little bit and you're like, oh this is awesome. Were they
1: were they cool? Like could 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 we like eat some mushrooms and go float for a few hours. Or uh, like I don't know
0: she... if they would advocate that. I did talk to her a little bit about the cannabis, you know, and the fact sure. that I did eat probably two or three cookies before I went in there. Before and... I come into
1: this thing. <laughs> uh, well,
0: I mean, I was. Uh, I, I had a couple of cookies
1: before I went. Sure. in. and of course, and so
0: it, yeah, she was totally cool.
1: I guess she it's totally an experience, and cool. uh, just on its own. But I, I'm kind of curious of taking it to that next level, and like taking a psychedelic into a deprivation and being alone with your consciousness in that state let's just gutted. not
0: get into what the uh awesome. what's his name darby or uh, the the original guy that used to do massive amounts of uh psychedelics like leary ketamine no not McKenna? leary no not mckenna what shoot i can't remember what his name is no no, no. <laughs> start yeah out. just all of the famous psychedelic uh psychonauts no he uh he used to he got a um dolphin tank Hoffman? and put it next to his Sensory uh, deprivation tank, and then started doing ketamine, <laughs> thinking that <clears throat> he would be able to communicate with the dolphins, like, have full on interaction and connection. With the dolphins. What is this guy's name? Can you look it up for me real I'm, quick? I'm on it. It's going to bug the crap out John of me. John Lilly? Lilly, yes. Do you know what I searched for?
1: John, uh, dolphin. Ketamine butthole. dolphin tank. <laughs> Ketamine dolphin? <laughs> Number one, John C. Lilly. Thank yes, you, Google. Yes, John Lilly.
0: Wonderful man. <laughs> wonderful man. That he... Oh,
1: that's interesting. In the 80s, he directed a project <laughs> which attempted to teach dolphins. It's awesome. Sweet. Okay. Okay.
0: So more about the weed stuffs. I
1: kind of want to read about him teaching dolphins.
0: Uh, yeah, it it, it's an interesting wiki.
1: He he also attempted interspecies communication between humans and dolphins. That's crazy,
0: man. If you do enough ketamine, I could imagine anything. I I, mean, let's just do some D in there. We could do some DMT
1: and then just go and float away. Dolphins. You could th- probably learn a thing or two from some dolphins. Absolutely. Like Let's just he devised his not first, use the, the first isolation tank.
0: Reverse isolation tank? No, the first. Oh, isolation the first. Tank. <laughs> reverse. What would be reverse? He
1: reverse engineered the isolation tank and then made the first one. Yeah. Uh,
0: Well worth the experience, We're Trying man. to
1: uh, isolate a brain from external simulation. That is uh, that was pretty crazy. Go float, man. I know now cool I need man. to. It's really it's Now I need to. It's uh,
0: it's one of those things where it, you you're going to want to go back and do it all the time. But, you know, for a one-time experience, definitely eat a couple of cookies and
1: go in there and That's cool. It's awesome. Sounds awesome. like fun. It was fun. So, uh, let's start out here. I should mention you guys can give us a call live 406-204-4687 if you'd like to discuss the issues with us. You can watch us live uh, every week on hotboxpodcast.com slash live. Live. So, uh, yeah. Let's start things out with this. Uh, the California Democrats deciding to put the weed in the platform. Yeah, this is going to now be part of our platform now in a move because they know that more people than not want it legalized, so they're going to take advantage of that and get some more votes.
0: Well, I mean, originally they did this back in the uh, 1996 with the with the medical movement. They the, the Democrats it, it takes a party to put things in action, and that's what we're but seeing. Before
1: in- haven't we seen like s- both parties pretty much?
0: avoiding this issue completely well not even
1: avoiding <laughs> it but talking it negative like this is this shit's gonna kill you not just avoiding the issue but being like no you're gonna die like well like, you we don't
0: hear to... too many of the the left wing saying too many well, negative things about it it's it's when it's when you're not willing to spend the political capital that we were talking about before to uh to fight against a, a what looks like a losing battle. So what happens is the right wing media comes in and just floods the market. And then there's just not enough of the left to be able to counteract the, all of the negative press. But we're seeing now, okay, Democrats back on the wagon, you know, saying, Hey, let's, let's push for this and let's actually get involved. And it's worth the political capital. I like
1: what he said. This is a California Lieutenant Governor Gavin Newsom. Uh, formerly he was the mayor of Frisco He said, This is not a debate about hippies. This is not a debate about stoners. We can't diminish this issue or the people involved in this debate by belittling them and trivializing them. Let me be clear. You can be pro regulation without being an advocate for drug use. So this isn't about the hippies? Uh, No. No, This is about about regulation and getting us more of that tax money is what it's really about.
0: Well, yeah. And what he said. after that or no, it was before that we've sat back and admiring our accomplishment with the uh, medical the experiment movement.
1: that is Colorado and Washington, yeah. the weird <laughs> social so, experiment.
0: It's yeah. I mean, more than just the regulation of marijuana, what one of the things in the video, because there is a video of uh, them saying on this link from Huffingtonpost.com dot com where he uh, he starts off by saying, listen, this isn't about the drug issue. This is about no understanding that as much as we might not want lots and lots of drugs on the streets, we can still take this and and run with it and see that people aren't dying from weed. People aren't dying from pot. Pot is not this, this terror of the the seven C's that, that will hurt everybody. I mean, he goes on to say 25 uh, countries right now have legalized it for... No, wait, no, that wasn't in this article. That was in another one. But regardless, this. It's happening, right? It's happening. It's happening. This is.
1: But is that just them, like, switching it up and being like, ooh, we better go with what the majority wants? And I mean, that's obviously what their jobs are, right? It's. Well, yeah. It just sucks that this is something that, like, you guys effed up in the first place. Well, you know, why. like you let this go on to become this mess that it is. And now you're like, you know, we've actually finally got around to looking at all that research we banned and burned. And uh, yeah, we actually decided that it's a, a good thing and we can actually make a lot of money from it. Like, I'm, it's cool that they're doing it. I just think that it's a really shitty, shady reason uh, to that they're doing it now. But hey, I, don't never, right? I don't care the motivations.
0: I don't care the motivations. I'm never. going to Fuck reap it. in the benefits. I, I don't care. You're never going to get an apology,
1: Matt. No, I know. You're I never going to get I an apology. Wanna, I don't need an apology. Yes, yes that's do. fine. I never You're got so fucking arrested hurt. for smoking weed. Like, I don't give a shit. But I think it's it's stupid to get on your high horse and be like, look at us now changing our minds like evolved, civilized human beings. You know, I don't know. I get
0: it. I get it. But I still, I still see it. He
1: gave this speech. uh, He says uh, less than a week after Governor Jerry Brown voiced his concerns over marijuana legalization in an NBC Meet the Press interview. Uh, He says, "Quote: The problem with anything, a certain amount is okay, but there is a tendency to go to extremes. And all of a sudden, if there's advertising and legitimacy, how many people can get stoned and still have a great state or a great nation? The world's pretty dangerous, very competitive. I think we need to stay alert. If not, 24 hours a day." More than some of the potheads might be able to put together.
0: This is more of that triv- uh, trivializing I would love, and diminishing.
1: I would love a chance to just like have, you guys are, are all about doing like weird social experiments and everything. Let us do an experiment where we take the country and we cut it in half and we take all you fuckers and we put you on one half and then we take all of us and we take the other half and then we'll meet back in the middle after like 20 years and we'll see who's doing well and who's killed themselves. Yeah. I'm guessing that well, the, our side of the line's gonna be okay
0: where the real study will be is to find the uh the border holes where the pots <laughs> leaking into the other side <laughs> right? you know that's what happened <laughs> there's you gonna know. be tunnels through like kentucky like
1: sh- bringing in prostitutes cocaine and marijuana yeah like <laughs> that's terrible come on
0: this is like saying dc yeah. is no, like I know. filled with this stuff i, I mean, just
1: i mean if you want to talk about experiments we'll do a little thought experiment i think that would be very interesting because no, I bet yeah. our side would have a stronger sense of community we'd be more bonded we would be more self-sufficient and how as many long of as, our
0: soldiers do you think we would be pushing out to war everywhere I else? don't
1: think that would be an issue because we would also how many of the programmers and coders and engineers are all like crazy good people and potheads like we would be like building drones that just smoke weed all day and blow up your shit yeah. <laughs> Like, he crossed the line, so made oh. Ed209 out there, like Robocop. So
0: you're saying Pop makes killing more efficient? No, not
1: at all, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, the machines are going to be, like, playing ping pong and stuff, but, you know, if it comes down to it and you guys attack us, we'll be forced to defend ourselves, and we'll have better machines to do that with because all the programmers came to our side of the, the
0: We would just need to make sure that our side, it incorporates Silicon Valley. So well, our, our side of the country, it would.
1: That's that's their majority there. That's part of their majority. Yeah. yeah this is. I still say it. As you know who would be on awesome. the other side? The really weird religious people that are like not thinking that oh the the plant is from God and stuff. You know the ones I'm talking about that are like
0: pray the gay away types. Uh, those ones, the right? Westboro types. It would be them.
1: Uh-huh. It'd be a, like half of the Republicans, all of these older uh, gentlemen here that help make the rules. And really, I think that's it. Yeah, it, it, would it would be, be a, a very, small majority. <laughs> it would be a, a very, very small, small number. We could give them, like, Delaware or New Hampshire <laughs> <laughs> eventually, you know?
0: I know nothing about Delaware, yeah, I, I but I almost that... don't want to wish that upon any state. <laughs> it's, can we put Utah. it into Rhode
1: Island? You can, we can give them to Utah.
0: No, Utah's got good skiing.
1: Utah is pretty. if all the
0: It is. Let's put them in Rhode are. Island because it's the smallest state. And let's just kind of like okay. chisel it away. Let's and stop watch
1: talking it. about segregation before we get nasty <laughs> emails. Okay. But I, I, I thought that is, that is interesting. Um, it is. It, it says, is. Marijuana legalization has strong support in the state with recent polls showing a clear majority of California. Californians in support of taxing the crap out of and regulating the drug.
0: What I don't understand is they're still waiting till 2016 to throw a vote up. Well, they or, have to, right? Well, Isn't why, that how, why can't they do it this year? I mean, this year it's a voting year for, but I don't, for state elect or for Is state. it
1: that together? Because well, if they do and it fails, then what?
0: Then they wait till 2016.
1: There's still a chance chance to be able to push it through now. There's so much positive positive the resources for 2016 and just make one last effort that everybody's into. Well,
0: what they're what they're hoping is the turnout because it's going to be a presidential election in 2016. They're going to get a better voter turnout. But there's still enough positive press right now. I mean, yeah. uh, look at all of the things. That every week we talk about it's another state who's more... putting another you know movement forward, and e- Colorado and Washington did it on a on a presidential election. But we, I don't know, man. I I still think it's let's put it up to vote. Put it up to vote in every state. This as is leading often marijuana as policy as groups
1: in the state have decided against putting a pro pot measure on the ballot this year in order to build up campaign coffers and widen support for the bill. Yeah. yeah right. Cause it's expensive. You could half ass it this year and maybe do it, but you could, you could save all that money and resource and people's mind share. Right. Cause if you do it too much, uh, we saw that with like SOPA and PIPA, like everyone right. came out and got pissed, but then the next thing everyone was like fatigued. So you, sure. you got to kind of pick your battles with this, I think. So I, I think it's smart. To, to wait until then.
0: I don't want to wait.
1: Put it all together. I don't want to wait. <laughs> you don't live there anyway, so who gives shit?
0: I have ties there. Oh, I have well, enough ties yeah. to California. I was born there, but it doesn't mean I... Mean... All right. W- whatever. More states on for legalization, the better. But That's regardless, uh, speaking of that... that Aging population that might not be in that little state of Rhode Island right. that we're going to segregate everybody them. to.
1: I said it was a section of. Uh,
0: According to Post dot com, another or- article from them: marijuana on the rise among aging baby boomers. The old folks are starting to smoke more. You know why? At least come out of the can. I just take it. a
1: shot in the dark because they're all getting cancer because they're old. That's what happens when you get old. You get cancer. I am going to get it. You are going to get it unless we smoke enough weed. And they're like, oh, I can just smoke this. I'm and so
0: glad that there's a conclusive tie better. between aging and cancer.
1: Is there Thanks well, I mean, for that. It's more than not? <laughs> so. I mean, granted, babies will get it and, and you or I could get it in our nuts or something like that. But, you know, it's generally when you hear of something in an old person, it's cancer. Okay. Maybe I just have a very cancerous circle of friends. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody I know I has I just didn't cancer. know that there
0: was that link there to cancer and old people. Yeah, but there is because I put it there. I'm glad. I, there's welcome. a wonderful tie there. We, so old people... So everyone sorry, should smoke
1: get... weed preemptively so that when <laughs> you're old, you don't get the cancer.
0: But I don't even think that this is necessarily on the rise. It's people who... Uh,
1: They're more comfortable about being public about it, right? Well,
0: sure. Um, Let's see here. From the first guy who's talking about this is if I'm home, not traveling. Keith
1: Stroop, he's the lawyer. He, uh, we worked with him uh, quite a while ago with some uh, normal stuff back in the day. Oh, okay. uh, During Hempfest, I met him. He's a really nice guy. Um, But yeah, he's one of those, like you said, those older people that will just smoke weed.
0: Yeah, so he's a seventy-year-old Washington D.C. native. Yeah, uh, and he says if I'm not if if I'm home, not traveling, I smoke generally every evening. That's just my routine. It has been for many years. Right, seventy-year-old dude who blazes a fatty every night. Is is he productive? Is he a productive member of the society? Hmm. Is he taking Let's the see. full twenty-four true, hours? Who is-
1: founded the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws in 1970. First tried it nearly 50 years ago during his freshman year at Georgetown University Law Center and has been smoking ever since. He's not alone. So there you go. A lawyer who founded Normal and has been smoking for 50 years. Awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Uh, the most recent data from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration shows that marijuana use has increased among individuals over the age of 50 in the past decade. In 2012, 8% of those aged 50 to 54 said they'd used marijuana in the past year, which is nearly double the percentage from O2. And I, again, I have to feel like that's because it's become gradually more socially acceptable. Back in O2 or before, you'd be more afraid to tell your doctor something like that, wouldn't you?
0: Well, this isn't even necessarily about Substance medical abuse marijuana. And mental health
1: services? Well,
0: yeah, I mean, if it's a private poll, I mean, mm. I don't know. I mean, how many people are actually filling out polls?
1: 68,000 <laughs> over the age of 12 in 2012.
0: Okay, well, there you go. 68,000 people willing to say that they used weed. And how many people who didn't? How many people who say, oh, wait, no, I don't want to say that I did it. It's still not necessarily the best thing for you to come out and say it. I like it's the rationale.
1: So why are older generations increasingly lighting up and getting high? older pot smokers offer a smokers. few smokers <laughs> offer a few different explanations uh, no career or raising children they may find themselves a more free time and disposable income
0: That's true. Get rid of the kids. You can start smoking weed again.
1: Right? How many kids? I mean, how much weed? Like, so much, right? Like, kids are expensive. I don't have kids, but I have a lot of friends. who. Actually, all of my friends have kids, and it's expensive, right? Yes. How many bags of weed could you buy if you didn't have kids? Like, a bunch?
0: Uh, The weight equivalent to how much my children weigh. There you go. On a monthly (laughs) basis. Every pound that they grow. Is another pound that I have to give up of weed Literally that I can me afford out of
1: House and Home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, uh,
1: the HuffPo blogger Zoe Helene. She turns fifty later this year. Started using weed in her twenties and then mostly stopped during the nineties. Cause nineties it was all about the blow, right? Absolutely. Uh, finding herself with a high-powered career plus a partner who was strictly against it. Ooh. High-powered career. What does that mean? Blogging? Uh, Is that
0: like a, the equivalent to a high-powered rifle?
1: Like a high-powered lawyer, right? Like you're one of those, like, I'm going to make a phone call and pow, just like that. Like I'm going to call Saul and then all your problems. Are... call Saul. <laughs> right?
0: You've been watching Breaking Bad. No, I watched it all. But just,
1: <laughs> whenever we talk about lawyers and someone having to get out of trouble, like you just got to call Saul, dude. Better call Saul. Better call Saul. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. that's so good.
0: Moving on.
1: Uh, her friend Susan, 62-year-old landscape architect, first tried weed in high school, didn't start smoking it regularly until her early 50s. Interesting. Uh, she says she started using marijuana again as her kids moved out of the house. Her business became more established and she wasn't as worried about being lucid all the time.
0: So you're not worried about being lucid all the time when you you're 50s? <laughs> awesome.
1: Mom, can you stay lucid? Because we don't want you to burn the house down.
0: That's so... That's... Uh...
1: It's kind of excuse, almost. It's like it you could is. have probably had a much powerful, ex- much more powerful experience bonding with your children if you smoked weed with them. If they Meanwhile, were, if you're hiding it from them and they're hiding it from you, and you wait till they leave and then you start smoking, like you missed out on a lot of good time there. Not oh, saying yeah. that all kids smoke, but if you did, you you totally missed out. I
0: think. Sure, and I understand that, and I I do honestly feel that you know me, you know using cannabis helps me to be a better father. Right. Honestly, Gives me patience so a I real, don't beat I'm, your little ass. I'm going to be, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> right? Right? No, it helps me connect with them. It's like, I want to play with them more. I want to, you know, see what they're doing, read them books. And it makes the whole experience not Well, uh, Now I'm going to get blasted. See, I used this, to but, do the
1: same thing when I fixed computers, I would get really stoned and then I would go. Cause it brought me down to like a halfway running computers level. And then waiting for it just didn't seem so bad.
0: Yes, that's exactly the that's equivalent the, that I could put to you a, of you're raising welcome. children. Not when you, Hi. Okay.
1: Uh, in Stroop's <laughs> social circle, he said he, some smoke, some don't. Uh, he, asking a party host if it's all right to smoke a joint is no different than asking if you can light up a cigarette. Uh, he said it's not unusual for him to get calls from old friends who are now empty nesters asking where they can get some weed again.
0: Don't ask on Facebook, I
1: simply can't help them, he said, given the illegality of the drug and the attention he receives as Normals founder. Yeah, like, (laughs) out of all people. You you definitely need to keep your uh, nose clean. I'm sure you're under a microscope at all times, you know. Uh, Meanwhile, in Massachusetts, where possession of small amounts of the drug has been decriminalized, Helene and her husband, ethnobotanist Chris Killam, rarely smoke marijuana, but will eat it on occasion at a Yay typical for dinner edibles. party uh, in their social circle. She said it's not unusual for one person to bring a bottle of wine and another basket of fresh-baked pot brownies. Yay. So, yeah. I mean, and we'll see this more, right? The more it gets accepted, the more studies are going to come out and be like, oh, wow, look at all of these people. It's, and it's like, well, the same people smoke. It's just more more people are comfortable uh, sharing that.
0: I think that we're finally shedding the the – shell of negative pr that has been for the past what 70 years i think we're just breaking through the surface so it yeah more and more baby boomers it's not necessarily they don't have to die off matt they don't have to die (laughs) we don't have to wait for a generation to die we just need to slowly introduce them you know it's like it starts with our parents Bring over a box of cookies or a box of brownies for your parents. Just leave it on their counter and then just walk away.
1: You're not advocating just straight up dosing people, no, are not you? not dosing. Just
0: just <laughs> leave eaties. it there and then don't ask questions later. And then you know whatever they'll they'll
1: figure it that's, out. That's kind they of the understand. definition of dosing somebody. No, I mean, you're it, not putting like like something in the drink or nothing. But you know it's it's like here are some cookies I made you.
0: Yeah, if if my parents. Got I tell cookies them, oh, from by the me. Way, there's weed in that.
1: No, if my parents so, yeah. got
0: cookies from me, they would naturally assume that there's weed in it. Matt. Well,
1: right, but um, and not everybody's your parents. So,
0: well, I mean, you—if you were to make some cookies and bring it to your mom—if you she... made
1: cookies and you gave me one and it didn't have weed in it, I would be offended.
0: This is what I'm saying. That... But I'm also, <laughs> yeah, I've... yeah. So your mileage parents. may vary. Don't dose your parents, but. I mean, unless Dose they're being parents. assholes, then, you know,
1: sometimes they need to chill the fuck out. Like, parents. mom, dad, chill the fuck out, eat these cookies, and let's play some fucking Xbox. Yes. Right? Yes. There you go. Yes. All right. Uh, Moving on a little bit, talking about, like, selling weed. Uh, This has been a whole bunch of just, like, red tape, hoop to jump through red tape. You can't have career services, <clears throat> but now you can. Uh this one in particular, on uh, Bloomberg business Week, talking about tax time it, it is, tax is that time, time. podcast dot com slash donate if you enjoy the show, help keep it going um yeah, pot like merchants. how you slipped that in there. I know. That was a
0: good little Thank you. tie-in. Pot
1: merchants don't get a break at tax time, apparently. No. Uh, the talk- normal thing that you would be able
0: to like, write things off for, they don't get any. Because federally,
1: anything. you can't write?
0: No, no. It's not even a little bit. And that's
1: what they're, they're talking about uh, Kayvon Calabari. He's a uh, grower- So he's,
0: he's worked for more than a decade on the cause.
1: Uh, Right. And he says the problem he faces stems from the awkward reality that we all know and love that marijuana is controlled substance federally, but legal in various forms in the state. Uh, the most states, 20 of them most visible problem created by that conflict is the lack of banking for pot businesses. But section two eighty E of the federal tax code presents an additional challenge. That portion of the law passed in 1982, Prevents companies from deducting business expenses related to trafficking in controlled substances, including marijuana.
0: But there, there's specifics as to what can and can't be deducted. Right. And so they actually have a PDF up here on this. Um, we should see. I'm going to open yeah, this we'll up. Yeah, we'll put a link to the PDF. And I, I, I want to can... see just what the top thing that you can deduct on here. So... Oh, wow. This is a long video. Well, you find it. They're saying the direct costs
1: of goods can be deducted, but expenses such as rent and labor related to the sales cannot. Pot businesses can bring in a lot of revenue. Their costs are also high. (laughs) Without being able to deduct the same expenses as a typical business, pot companies have effective tax rates far higher than the standard 35% corporate rate.
0: Okay, I'm not seeing much in here, but one of the big uh, slides on here is no deduction or credit shall be allowed for any amount paid or incurred during the taxable year. So this is pretty much saying no, nothing at all can be deducted. So what we would normally, if you own a business, you can normally deduct rent. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, yeah. You know, whatever, retail space, sales space whatever so i mean
1: equipment lights i mean everything right
0: absolutely if you're running so a business they
1: can tax it but you being on the other end cannot write it off in your taxes no but it's getting taxed
0: but it, it's getting, but getting taxed you doubly.
1: can't write it off in your taxes
0: but people in <laughs> yeah. here what's great about this is people in here are getting really uh crafty as to how they're Setting all this up, so they're they're they have a specific as to the lobby area where uh, customers wait to go into the sales area is always twice the size. You know, so they're trying to keep their retail space because that's what they can't deduct. If they put it into the lobby, they can deduct the amount of square footage for where customers wait to go into the sales area. Right. So now people in Colorado are trying to limit the amount of. Uh, Or keep their retail space, their sales floor, to the smallest amount of square footage as possible. So it's at least they're getting crafty as to how they. But that sucks. You shouldn't have
1: to do that. Do normal businesses have to do that? No. Then why the fuck do these businesses? Are they not normal businesses? No, they're not normal businesses. Are they second class businesses? Should they all go move down into the ghetto? Should they go move into Evergreen?
0: Well, if we're teaching, yeah, if kidding, evergreen, if we're treating you. this, if we're treating this like alcohol and tobacco, I mean, do liquor stores get to write off certain things like that? The- I'm sure their entire retail space. Interesting. <laughs> now I'm guessing. Yeah, of course. But I'll you have know.
1: to ask my tax guy when I see him tomorrow. <laughs> I needed uh, Calabari notes. says 280E and access to banking were the two most pressing topics he and other industry reps raised when they were lobbying on Capitol Hill last year. He said they were able to get a few members of Congress to support a bill introduced by Rep. Earl Bluminar, a Democrat of Oregon, that would allow the deductions. Of course, the legislation died in committee, but still represents the hopes that he and the National Cannabis Industry Association have. So, yeah, I mean... And it's early, right? It's just we have these two experiments happening. It's
0: the first year, this is the first time that we've opened up taxes for sure. You know this. This. Movement. I mean, I
1: I have to hope that it will. These things will get worked out, and that it's just left over from a more uncivilized, unevolved time.
0: Absolutely. In we're going to look back on this in 20 years and, and be like, laugh. the fuck? You were doing what now? So, yeah. no, You this guys is...
1: couldn't drink out of the same drinking fountain? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't want to compare it to that, but you know what I'm saying. Like, You're going to look will. back on it in 20 years and be like, you guys were fucking stupid. Yeah. So. All right. uh right. Let's see. Oh, also talking about shop workers uh and everything. This guy, he's going to prison for working at a pot shop. That was legal in his state. Robert Duncan's his name. He moved from LA to Northern California in twenty ten to manage marijuana growing ops for a collective of medical marijuana dispensaries. Although California voters legalized medical cannabis more than seventeen years ago, the plant remains illegal under federal law. And and, and? Obama the Obama administration launched launched a renewed crackdown on marijuana in California in twenty eleven. Yep. That October, his grow house was raided. A few months later, U.S. Attorney Benjamin Wagner indicted him and others involved in the dispensary business on the grounds that it had grown too large. How We're dare gonna you! Have to, how dare you ugh, knock you, know, you down a notch for being like Google? You guys are too big. Gonna knock you down a notch, Microsoft. You know, like how all, about of all these companies. Banks
0: that are this getting... isn't
1: capitalism. It's not. Shit.
0: So you can't get big. You Don't gotta grow big.
1: You gotta stay
0: small. Let's incentivize businesses and then knock out a multi-billion-dollar one, right? Just completely.
1: Oh, you're making money and it's gone. It's awesome.
0: (laughs) So, and not only just gone, but throwing people in federal pound me in the ass prison. That's true, right? You know, it's like let's put people into despite
1: California's struggle with prison overcrowding and despite. New federal guidelines that say size should no longer be considered in prosecution decisions. He was sentenced to two years in federal
0: pounding in the the ass ass
1: correctional institution in (laughs) Fresno. I'm sorry. No, that's total dicks. Duncan, I'm sorry. SWAT team came in, 10 cop cars, news vans. They had the whole building surrounded, assault rifles, police dogs. They came in with guns pointed at us, saying, quote, We're the good guys! We just want to make sure you're okay and you get out of here. Yeah. They had us come out one at a time, handcuffed us, took us downtown for questioning.
0: How can you call yourself a good
1: guy when you have assault rifles? Because we have the guns. We're the good guys. <laughs> We're the good guys. We have the guns, and if you say I'm not a good guy, I'll shoot you in the yeah. face. Awesome. Uh, I took a plea deal, spent about 30 grand in legal fees. A uh, plea bargain was written in such a way that I could negotiate down to just probation with the judge, so early on I was kind of led to believe that was a realistic possibility. But as the case progressed and I learned how conservative the judge and the prosecutor were, that seemed less and less likely. So. He says, I didn't find out until shortly before the actual sentencing that I would have to go to jail. A prosecutor recommended 24 to 30 months, and I was sentenced to two years in December. Uh, boils down to the feds wanting to make an example out of us. No rhyme, reason, no formulas, like the feds saying you have too many patients or you have too many profit dollars. Uh, and actually we weren't really making that much money because we were just reinvesting into the company. See, that's your mistake. What you should have done was took that money and then like put it in a bucket and then dug a hole somewhere. Send it to
0: Switzerland. That's what the right. bankers do, don't they? The smart Pretty capitalists, sure. you know, Pretty don't they go sure. offshore so that way they don't have to pay taxes on it? Or just cash in a bucket in the backyard. One of the two. Either way, this sucks, man. This is one of those horror stories that I hate talking about. Yeah, no,
1: it's disgusting that this is still happening. Meanwhile, all of this other positive is happening. It's like there always has to be some just fucked up thing like this. (sighs) Always. He says, I've used some of the skills I learned growing marijuana to successfully clone old growth coastal redwoods. I plan to continue where I left off when I get out. I'd been getting my graduate degree in environmental resource management when all this happened. I had to withdraw after my first class. I have to surrender by 2 p.m. on Monday. My dad or someone else will just drop me off there. It's really hard to find good information about federal prison, the do's and don'ts and what to expect and what you can bring and what you can say. It's kind of like falling into a black hole. This sucks, Crazy, right? Like, could you imagine? This sucks. After being told, it's fine, go ahead, come on. I mean, even, you know, you know that federally it's still illegal. But do you do you, expect you put a little, that gonna that yeah, a little bit of trust in your state is going to let that happen? Just a little bit of
0: trust, a little bit of trust with the state. But, you know, it's like the same thing that happened up here, man. It's like you try and trust your state and then you let them into your grow facility and say, hey, I'm doing everything right. And then the next thing you know, you got what? what is it? You said 10 cop cars. Oh, yeah, the whole SWAT team, SWAT right? SWAT team, dogs trying to bite your dick off. Yep. I mean, this is just not...
1: It's gross. It's a gross overuse of power and resources, and it should not happen.
0: <sighs> yeah. It's, yeah.
1: Well, hey, it's still Which schedule one. Which is why one. from day one, still exactly, schedule one, we've been saying that that needs to happen. So yeah. Reschedule it, and then go from there.
0: I don't want to do any more of these negative stories, man. They just make me sad.
1: It is. They make me sad. sad. Sanjay Gupta back in the news with his headline. I kept seeing this everywhere. I'm doubling down on medical marijuana. He says, it's been about eight months since I last wrote about medical marijuana. Apologizing for having not dug deeply into the beneficial effects of this plant and for writing articles dismissing its potential. He did that.
0: He did the whole documentary. Weeds. Was it weed or weeds? or Weed. 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 I think, because yeah.
1: his new one is Weed 2, weed which two. airs tomorrow, I guess. Uh, he says, I apologize for my own role in previously misleading people, and I feel very badly that people have suffered for too long, unable to obtain the legitimate medicine that may have helped them. Uh, and then he kind of goes on, and he's like, he's... He's gotten this new outlook, and now he's made this new documentary, which hopefully there are a lot of people that listen to what they hear from CNN and news news outlets like that, right? Sure, absolutely. When they're told that this is dangerous, deadly, there's no medical use, they believe that. So it is really powerful for someone of his stature to come out and say, yo, I fucked up. I took what the government told me and I didn't look at it myself. I just assumed that they were going to be truthful because they're the government, which. Yeah. Got to listen to the
0: FDA, right? Right. But this is CNN's chief medical correspondent. Right. A neuroscientist, a neurosurgeon. Which is
1: what I'm saying. Like, that's powerful for him to be like, I fucked up. I'm sorry for my role in misleading people. And I, you know, like that's, that's cool. That, that I think will hit a lot of people and they'll be like, oh. Okay. I don't
0: know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I, I take his apology and I see it really well, but the more and more I see this thing blowing up, I'm wondering how much financial stake he's throwing oh, right, into this. right in the boat, for sure. I, right? I'm wondering if he's like, oh shit, I can make some cash off of this apology. I can
1: have my own brand name. I yeah, can have my yeah.
0: own strain. Right, they right. He has a Gupta strain now. I,
1: I'm sure that's the case, but in the, in the era of you wanting to be more positive, let's just assume that maybe he did just see the error of his ways and he wants to help people. I'm all I mean, good
0: with that because he is helping people. I mean, let's, let's see what what was it he was talking about on the first one, the little girl with epilepsy. Right. You know, that that was the big thing was the, epi- the uh, what was the, the particular strain? Was it seizures? Yeah, well, it, was, it was hundreds and hundreds of seizures a day. Right. And this little seven-year-old girl, it was a great, great documentary. Highly recommend it. It's on CNN. and uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, He says, I'm more convinced
1: than ever that it is irresponsible to not provide the best care we can, care that often may involve marijuana. I'm not backing down. I'm doubling down.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He's saying right here, it's not easy to apologize and take your lumps, but this was never about me. So.
1: But it is now. Great. Right. Right. I, I whatever any now? positive
0: any positive stuff I absolutely mean, how absolutely. many articles are we seeing on no, CNN I mean CNN's got a huge, huge volume. reach yeah huge reach it's
1: definitely good so good PR I'm all about it uh, he says recently I had the chance he was talking uh to like the NFL commissioner and stuff talking about uh if marijuana is reconsidered by the medical establishment, the league, the NFL, would treat it the same as any other medicine. Uh, and he says also the NFL is following the science that suggests marijuana may help recovery from concussions. That's awesome. He said, recently I had the chance to tell him that the United States already holds a patent on medical marijuana for that very purpose. Patent 6630507. Cannabinoids are found to have particular application as neuroprotectants. For example, in limiting neurological damage following ischemic insults such as stroke or trauma.
0: So the federal government has a patent on weed? Interesting.
1: (laughs) Interesting. Uh, That can't be their only one, right?
0: Well, that's just... I mean,
1: what's Marinol? Isn't that a patented... But that's
0: not on marijuana. That's on the... But it's
1: on their synthesized version of that THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, in... In their pill, right?
0: No, I remember reading somewhere before about them having multiple patents
1: out on oh, I'm cannabis, sure. yeah, and
0: yeah, yeah
1: it's. Uh, he says, however, this particular issue still bothers me. How can the government deny the benefits of medical marijuana, even as it holds a patent for those very same benefits? Yeah, members of the FDA declined my repeated requests for an interview. Of course they did. Uh, the past year, Obama told the New Yorker, "quote I don't think marijuana is more dangerous than alcohol." We remember that. Uh, And yet, as alcohol remains available to any adult, the president has not moved to remove marijuana from the list. Schedule Ones. Yeah.
0: It'll (laughs) happen, though. I'm hoping. I'm hoping he's setting the (laughs) stage to do it. You
1: think? Maybe.
0: I'm optimistic. Well. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Somebody's got (laughs) to be optimistic. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, if you want to read more about this, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. This is a really long article.
0: he, He... Really goes big into his um, what he did before and what he's doing now. But yeah, good article. Just really long, so I don't think we can read
1: the whole thing. But there is another. Um, if you want to work with weed, there's a job fair in Denver this week, and that would be awesome. Yeah, I want to work with weed. I, I work with weed. I want to get paid to work with weed, though.
0: Okay, let's go to Denver. Yeah, this we, week
1: we could we could be we could be <laughs> cannabis
0: <laughs> refugees. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So what's that article all about? Because that kind of tails off of with the, um, with Gupta talking about these seizures, the, the medical marijuana refugees was, well, we mentioned this only
1: before hope. and I just wanted to kind of give an update that they kind of have a count now and there's like hundreds of families just moving to Colorado because of this. Well, Which now, are these
0: families or are these just a bunch of, you know, like what some they say are is the
1: families. some are like, I'm the husband will take the child that is having the problem and go while the mother and the other kids stay at their home, I guess uh, it, it depends on the family, but I find it just crazy interesting that this works enough to where a family that has been dealing with a child that has these seizures so often and that. They're to the point where they're willing to, like, split the family in half and say, all right, go see if this works. Pick up everything and move across the country because this state is different from that state in that it has legal weed.
0: Yeah. And let's just say it is called Dravet syndrome, and that's what causes the – it's the severe form of epilepsy. And it says here characterized by uncontrolled continuous seizures. Right. Um now the big thing is is the the medications that they have them on for Dravet syndrome is uh, what does it say here put on a combination of three anti seizure medications but these drugs take her personality away the side effects of oh, the cure I'm are sure. horrible I'm says sure. the mother uh Lyles Lyles yeah so let's just put that up against anything else i mean what would you rather lose yourself You know, or take something that is not yourself,
1: your child. That's what a lot of this is, is like people that have children that they they're they want to help them and they don't know what else to do. And they keep reading article after article that high CBD strains help this. And so, you know, they live in Ohio. They live in Florida. They live somewhere where you can't have access to it. What do you do?
0: Move to Colorado
1: over the last eight months. More than 100 families have done just that. Looking families. to save their children's lives. That comes from the realm of caring. The organization is run by the Stanley family, medical marijuana growers and dispensary owners who pioneered a strain of cannabis high in CBD and low in THC. The strain is called Charlotte's Web, named after seven-year-old Charlotte Fiji of Colorado Springs.
0: And she was the one that was highlighted she in She also has the Gervais syndrome. Right. She was the one that was highlighted in Gupta's... Uh... Sanjay, Doctor Sanjay Gupta,
1: and her seizures went from three hundred a week to two or three a month.
0: That's it's incredible. It's incredible and disgusting that people would need to to move,
1: uproot your family, and move to this state just to get the proper medical care that you need. Yeah, that that is kind of gross.
0: Yeah, so I mean, it's it's breaking up families. It's breaking up families. In
1: more ways than one.
0: Yeah. And it's putting them on a, a path to federal incarceration as well. I mean, not only—let's let's take the right-wing view on this and say, you're getting your daughter high on weed?
1: But then you can have Dr. Sanjay Gupta show the research that shows it's low THC, high CBD. There is no getting high. Oh, he's just some hippie doctor, Matt. Didn't he's you know that? He's the doctor you guys <laughs> listened to, like, last year when he was agreeing with you. Like, okay—
0: but it does isolate. I mean, oh, for it, sure. it it Absolutely. really, really Absolutely. isolates an entire uh, population of all these parents, second
1: class citizens. Yeah. I'm gonna call CPS on you because you, your kid smells like weed. Awesome. I'm 52 years old. Lyle says my whole life is in Ohio. My family, my friends, my church, my doctors. I had a twinge in my heart because I knew it was the right thing to do. But my other voice is saying, "Hey." Hey, this is crazy. You're going to leave all this behind. Break up your family and just go. In the end, it's exactly what she did. She says it's been hard on her husband and daughter, but Jordan is much happier and the results are undeniable. Uh, Quote, we've been able to reduce her pharmaceuticals by 50% as a result of using Charlotte's Web. It's ridiculous. I didn't want to do it, but now that I'm out here on the other side, I know where I'm supposed to be. I wanted to do anything to save Jordan's life. Nobody should be forced with that choice.
0: Well, it's good that she did it. It's good that she did it and that her daughter is doing well.
1: And this is interesting, too. It says about three million people in the U.S. have epilepsy. Uh, That's according to the American Epilepsy Society. Of those, a third have treatment-resistant seizures. And they're looking for new treatments. The doctor, Amy Brooks-Kale, vice president of the group, she says, quote, we desperately need new treatments and we need more research to get those treatments. Maybe the treatment's already here. Maybe. I mean Maybe you need to get your federal government to say, uh, actually, uh, it's okay.
0: But, they, of course, the DEA's hands are tied until the FDA can say something. And the, the FDA FDA's is th- not going to say right. Yeah, so I, this is a... The the I really think that the only way that positive uh reform is gonna come from this is as soon as uh Mr Obama decides to desk you know, take it off of a schedule one. It's on the same stuff as cocaine, L S D, meth and uh, not saying any of those things are bad. Well meth is bad. I'm okay with L S D. But nonetheless, I mean it it's shoes. <laughs> sorry. <and choose>. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just went off on a little tangent. But um It's it's important that he just takes it off of the schedule one, because as soon as he does that, it it completely opens up the opens up the floodgates for all of this uh, to be legitimately studied. They're not going to be studying this stuff. I mean, well, maps is doing it a little bit. It just takes so much legal red tape to be able to get actual legitimate studies on this stuff done, which is stupid because people who have you know, the labs that are wanting to do this. I mean, they're all going out to other countries. The studies that are coming in are coming from Spain and, you know,
1: it's, and of course, like not, it's not going to work for everybody. Like, but we should definitely be doing the research there to see, like, where's the line. Sure. Peanuts there's a, there's kill another people. another point. Yeah. Well,
0: Peanuts kill some people. It's not obviously a blanket statement that it's going to help everybody or it is good for everyone, right. but it is good for some it wow. is good for some and it, it is it's saving lives for many. And that's what we're really seeing with this, and that's why more people uh, like you know, these families who are willing to, you know, take the, the take. Doctors the doctors are like,
1: we're shocked at how many families are moving to Colorado because of this. It's good. <laughs> they can't take it back home. It's actually split up families. The conflict is really driving families apart. It's crazy. Oh. So uh let's see what else before we wrap this up. There are, of course, some doctors that are hesitant uh, about legalizing the whole medical marijuana thing. This one in particular talking about Minnesota. Uh, on one side, you have doctors like Dr. Jacob Merman. Uh, he's a primary care doctor in St. Louis Park. He says a few patients have told him they use marijuana to cope with medical conditions. He doesn't personally or he hasn't personally recommended that patients use it. And he doesn't take a position on the specifics of a bill that's currently advancing at the Minnesota Capitol. But he supports the idea of making medical marijuana legal uh, in part because the risk seems small compared to those with some prescription painkillers. And he says, and this is I I agree with this. it's, It's not fair to put patients in a position where they have to break the law to actually get relief from their condition. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. But then on the other side, you have physicians like Dr. Carrie Borchardt. She's the president of the Minnesota Psychiatric Society, and they're strongly against the idea. The experience in states that have legalized medical marijuana shows an increased risk of addiction. Addiction Uh, to what? No, it doesn't. Addiction to what? Borchardt said, plus usage by patients with pain and anxiety complaints that can be fake. What? Because you can't fake. Oh, my back hurts. Give me oxys. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Let's yeah. Let's just go ahead. It and... appears that there's a lot of recreational use under the guise of medical marijuana. And there's Isn't not that... with oxys. Isn't that their <laughs> argument from like eight years ago? let it... your argument. Christ. Well, let's
0: just look at the actual numbers. This whole thing is against you know. It's so all like, yeah. It's painkillers versus weed. Sure. Painkillers versus weed. Which one's more effective? And which one's more uh, of actual risk of being addiction uh, towards addiction which one's actually addictive
1: yeah <laughs> opioids which one makes you want to blow your fucking brains out when you stop taking them
0: yeah no this is this is great science people this is really um, go fuck yourself dr Kerry Borchardt. pretty much president of minnesota psychiatric society as
1: debate continues within the medical profession uh, the state's leading lobbying group for physicians is quickly trying to develop a position on medical marijuana legislation that's currently advancing at the Capitol. Uh, they have a bill from Representative Carly Moline, uh that would give patients with certain debilitating health conditions access to medical marijuana as long as a doctor or designated healthcare care professional certifies that patients were likely to benefit.
0: So the, the, with, the typical wording yeah, that you totally. see with medical. Like
1: pick pick one of 20 and yeah. copy it. And hopefully you picked one that's actually working and not one that's getting completely fucking stopped. Uh, It says with sponsors from both the Democratic, Farmer, Labor, and Republican parties, the bill would make marijuana available to people with conditions like cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, uh, PTSD. It could also be an option for people with conditions that result in severe pain, nausea, or seizures. The bill is scheduled for a hearing in a House committee on Tuesday, it cleared its first legislative hurdle last week in the House Health Policy Committee after emotional testimony from patients and their family members.
0: Usually they get pretty emotional Oh, they put sure. the testimonies this out is, there.
1: It's, it's real to a lot more people than you would think. Like, they have first-hand experience seeing the difference in... Not having access to it is opposed to having access to it, mm-hmm. and when somebody threatens to take that away and remove that quality of life, yeah, dude, it gets way fucking emotional. Well, when you I'm were get emotional,
0: when shit. you were there on the hill, yeah,
1: when you were, were there, like in tears because of that shit.
0: Now, how many, how many opposing versus, you know, pro were you noticing there? I mean, was I'd there... say
1: the 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 pro came out more because they knew what was riding on it. I think the opposing came out more later because they saw what kind of response that was given. I see. But at first, yeah, it was way, way on the pro side. People in wheelchairs and every everyone that knew somebody, I mean, everybody was there to like be like, yeah, this is legit. And it's still. and the, pro, and, the <laughs> and the anti side was like, but the kids! But
0: the kids!
1: so yeah awesome a lot of this would be quelled if you just stop using children for political agendas i mean just overall like not just for marijuana but like everything just leave the fucking kids out of it be parents like they're you you know you can't be like oh because of this kid we have to make laws for all of you so
0: what what we're essentially doing is saying
1: no more nanny state that's what i'm saying
0: well i just in general if if there's more opportunity. Me as a father, it gives me more of an opportunity to be a fucking father, to be able to educate my right. children. The more
1: you can rely on the government <laughs> to make laws to keep your dummy, dummy kids safe, the less I got to be a fucking dummy, dummy parent, you know?
0: Yeah. I, it's, well, it just gives me a chance
1: to be able to educate my kids in,
0: in the reality but of like, the situation. But, like, let's put it this not- way.
1: If your kid was allergic to peanuts... Are you going to go out and be like, oh, nobody can have peanuts now because my kid is allergic to it? Or are you going to take extra care and caution that your kid doesn't ingest peanuts?
0: Absolutely. Well, the the problem with peanuts, as the example, is that can be airborne and shit like that. Sure, sure.
1: But you get what I'm saying.
0: I do, 100%. Thank you you. As a parent who has a child, it is your I responsibility a, to at least educate. A Sorry. I mean, I'm a child, but I'm not a parent. You are a child. Can it, I educate are you? Are you my parent? I am. Shit. Long lost. Shit. You're older Shit. than me, though. I am, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward. Oh, man. Um, Back to the future. No, nah, teach your kids, people. Just right. educate your kids in the, and look up.
1: Truthfully truthfully sit them down in front of cosmos first the carl sagan and then the new one that aired last night <laughs> oh i haven't and seen like, it blaze one up and fucking learn about where you live this it is was, space
0: was it amazing i
1: have it do you want to watch it
0: uh you gotta go I after might, this i might it's like 40 minutes it's like it's 40 i'll bring vape out
1: here if you want to watch
0: it oh man this can we just like air it live on the hotbox and we'll do commentary Do you want to smoke d and watch it oh shit we could
1: could we just stream oh, it in common oh shit no we'll do but, like a mystery theater uh, it was, it was theater. pretty good and and I like to see more things like that get people <laughs> more eye open so. yes. alright I think that's gonna do it for us anything else we wanna mention I think that's it I think that's Kinda it. I want to watch Cosmos again now. <laughs> I, I
0: really, I'm really, i saying let's wrap this shit up and I want to watch some Cosmos.
1: All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Sorry about missing last week. That will happen. The show will be every other week or weekly if we can. But, you know, definitely expect it every other week. Hotboxpodcast.com. That's our site. Definitely check it out. Uh, I will throw at the end of this show since it's the last one we've done since. But if you listen to the jam hole at the end of a couple episodes ago, Me and a bunch of uh, kids online that we make music with, we put out a track. So I'll put it at the end of this, and uh, you can check it out on SoundCloud. And uh, yeah, subscribe on iTunes, give us a writing review, share us with your friends. We've got Twitter, Google+, and Facebook pages all on the site, hotboxpodcast.com. You can leave us a message, 406-204-4687. Hit us up, Hit us up. And email info at (laughs) hotboxpodcast.com. i etching and carving into the page I'm chiseling vistas into knowledge obtained Pathways that weave in and out of my brain Inextricably tied to knowledge others have gained It's a giant web of wisdom that we weave as a whole Nobody's independent in the knowledge they hold It flows from outside and enters the mind But not without a willingness to open your eyes See, knowledge isn't something that comes to you automatically It's something that you strive for It increases gradually But with instant gratification it holds the appeal Keeping people ignorant for the sake of the field, having quick answers to complicated questions, they'd rather go and Google than learn a simple lesson. They don't want to study, they want the yeah. results of a lifetime of learning without investment of in um, thought. I've been searching academia for rigorous scholars. Our culture tells them, do what you can to get dollars. With this corona companion, the clad poet ponders,
0: I can't walk the walk of instant gratification prima donnas. The information ages and for ornamented to disengage. The ability to search journals page by page. You can publish a web article in a blaze, looking through Data, I have to hold back the rage the fact is that our public schools have failed to inform us how to correctly research while standardized tests swarm us it's not to college that peer review becomes enormous but only if the professor cares enough to warn us I'm not knocking search engine methodology obviously it serves a good purpose when we use the shit properly but scholarly investigation is still required you see uh, looking to the source of that result honesty but honesty is a fallacy when it comes to fact checking so we gotta educate the people learn how to ask questions they don't know the power it holds you can't be timid when it full. That's when the cowardice grows You can gain knowledge and reading for an hour or so Or wallow in the ignorance way it devours your soul But fuck that The internet can help you Gain some intellect uh, In retrospect It allowed me to grow I'm a privileged person With access to resources To feed myself Like a dinner meal With three courses To cure ignorance Start at the root Provide alternatives To the public Charter the schools Cause the system Is designed to value A letter grade Over knowledge of what's learned We ain't headed For better days That's why the population wants us to dumb it down They know the industry is nothing but fun with clowns Yo, 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 intelligent So when I spit, you really couldn't better this With a battle rap you wrote and kicked it into Kendrick shit So many taxes on my pay stuff where they spending it Adolescents can't even spell adolescent in messages They said it's power and knowledge that holds the key true So universally speaking, all of you bring the weak proof Education contingent upon the text So when you tell me that you're learning, i earning you my respect so, just expect for me to say something mean. Cause you subscribe to older texts like reading Blaze Magazine. Your practice flash of a substance, what a phenomenon. I'm chewing food for thought, and y'all on permanent Ramadan. As salam, I select them. Y'all baking your salami. Bringing beef to vegans and fold them like origami. For preaching that pseudoscience, I'll hit them with my tsunami. Flow. So, I'm drowning when I'm bringing 30 men like a Konami. Code. Listen, your ignorance is
1: not equivalent to knowledge. And before you spread the garbage, it's best to remain silent. Too many quick to make up some shit and to get smiling. Neglect the fact check with opinions rooted in bias. And I was obsessed with the quest to understand more. That at times I get frustrated, it radiates through my pores. And I'm so disappointed when people did know better. When I discovered that they're just another phony shit spreader. Is this a cultural phenomenon we always seem to stumble on? Is there a way to counteract it? Show us off before we're torn. No excuses for folks to remain stupid in the information age. It Ignorance smells putrid. Educate the youth cause all the older people tripping. Too many years submerged with the habits that's got them slipping. Their software's outdated, it needs to be upgraded. upgraded. It's unlikely they will make it cause truthfully they're complacent. I'm dropping free knowledge, no strings, no cost at all, kids, just a bunch of sad-ass agnostics Sitting on the fence, watching dice get tossed, it's like we've, we've all lost it, lost it. And hit rock bottom, watching TV and sports stars get paid gold bars a brainwash No, no problem. It's, prob, it's worked out. out so far, so who's educating the kids? Mm. The TV is teaching them that ignorance is bliss. bliss And I can't be the only one sick of this shit, shit. Choose the lesser of two evils, it, it gets you this evil Getting arrested for getting lit, if you're sick of this shit like 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 I am middle finger stiff. It's Matt Lee on this pound. G.U. Shit. Your God might be invisible. But we see you kid. Like G.U. Except we don't knit. Kicking verbal ballistics. After church gets in. I'm bringing down the steeple. Turning sheep into slightly more educated people. Than blaze ones. See the smoke through the peephole. Don't choke. Read full. Open eyes and be cool. Yo it's pound. G.U. Mic check. Um. Stone on the couch Trying to set the tone and the bout Motoring at the mouth Imperative that he spout Cause the memories carry stress I turn into energy Use it to tell these people Science could reverse entropy But we have to act cleverly And it's hard to have faith In reactive, temperamental Lost in their mind They spark in a dime face Shit, I gotta quit this habit I am not a role model I just bottled the static
0: Knowledge is power, I'ma learn about the stars Trying to be alive when they terraform Mars
1: There are more bars than I could ever really give you All Most these, these people, take people take one look at me and now they take issue But I'ma do them like Slim doing stick up a middle finger Lyrical jujitsu, with the fight in the air linger Hey kid, are you listening? Let me say it again I'm not the role model, I'm just quick with the pen Let me say it again
0: Well, that, that was just great, wasn't it children? good Everyone, please put a big hand up for Grand Unified Theory, okay? Uh, There will be no lunch
1: specials for the next 3,000 years, okay? Government has cut our budget. Thanks, Obama, okay? Uh, Grand Unified Theory. Really if you like, we, you like this we is we there, you where you need, you to, need to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Hot Box Podcast.